The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hu. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. And this is a very special episode because a couple hours ago, you two got back from Media Day of the new Boardwalk and Wild Mouse and everything that is involved with that. We sure did. <laughs> just uh, just uh, a few hours ago, you know. It's uh, the, I believe the sun's kind of still up, so yeah, you know. <laughs> well, it is not here in sunny Orlando. <laughs> it's finally stopped raining thank god but yeah no yeah we were uh we were we were able to uh attend cedar points uh media day uh the park invited us out there to check out everything that's new with the boardwalk area and check out the wild mouse and if anybody wants to see evan and i we got to we got <laughs> to record our own pov uh riding the wild mouse we were in the cheese car uh, you can check that out on our either Facebook page or you can check us out on the YouTube page. Um, I Ding. uploaded that. So, yeah, a few little shameless plugs right there. Or, you know what? Yeah. I just uploaded it for because uh, I was bored and waiting for Evan to reappear since he's been so busy. <laughs> I yeah. put it on Instagram. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, admittedly, I haven't really had a chance to look at any coverage from today. So run run me and the listeners through your day from from start to finish. Oh, it was a day. <laughs> it was a day. Yeah. It was an awesome day. Um, so they had us uh, park over the boardwalk right under Gatekeeper and walk down the existing boardwalk outside of the park to the Windseeker entrance. Um, and that's where we were let in at 11 o'clock after walking under the Grand Pavilion a bit of it, um, at least the, the one of the patios from the upstairs um, that overlooks Lake Erie. You walk underneath that, you pass by Wild Mouse and what I assume will be a nice grassy area and to Windseeker Gate where we were let in, given our credentials, and then all the picture taking started. Um, from there, we Wild Mouse wasn't quite ready yet, so we just kind of took some pictures, ate some food, looked at all the pretty new signs, paint jobs, ate fantastic checked out the actual grand pavilion from the in- inside which was jaw dropping and we'll get into that um checked out the brand new bathrooms by gatekeeper or brand brand new renovated bathrooms by gatekeeper yes which i mean might be my favorite part of all of this and that's not to <laughs> understate everything else um, and then we did finally get our ride in the cheesy cheese car um a wild mouse before rounding on our day yeah and getting our pov which was pretty cool i don't i don't think i've actually had that done for me before cool um so i've been to my fair share of media days um how did this one work did they let you in the park and then it was kind of a free-for-all like you could do whatever you wanted or did they like guide you from spot to spot i was gonna say pretty much they just as soon as you like walk through the gate and you were all checked in and you got all your credentials and everything it was pretty much free game like i was like is there gonna be like uh i was wondering if there was gonna be like um, a, like, a, like, 
Yeah, like a opening ceremony or something or whatever, like a ribbon cutting. But there were there was nothing, so I was like, oh, okay, you know. But you know, Evan and I, like the 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 there was um a bunch of people in line for Wild Mouse, so we just decided to do like a big all the way down to to Gatekeeper. So we just uh we walked all the way there. We got to see, um, let's just let's just hit it where like on on the head. Uh, I will say that the theming and the colors and everything the music music, yes everything that they put together you feel like you're in like the 19th i feel like like i'm in the 1960s 50s and 60s 60s. like the color scheme with with um all the rides they're all like teals colors the high the high pink colors the the high pink vibes Yes, yes, and oh my goodness, like the I I like that like because w- what I was thinking about earlier and when I was wanting, wanting to say is Wicked Twister Midway, yeah, it was it was it was nice. It was good for when it was back in two thousand two, um, you know, and I think yeah, two thousand two, uh, but you know, obviously time, you know, it was time to definitely um hit this like hardcore and i want to say wicked twister midway was almost pretty much like one dimensional where it was like you literally you would go on the midway and you'd walk and you would see like pathways to rides and that was it this one is like there's a pathway for like a pathway and a pathway on top of a pathway like you can go all kinds of different ways around on that midway now it's so it's opened up to where you can almost like go over by the beach area if you really wanted to or there's obviously there's no no grass yet because of the lovely rain here in ohio so just wait for that a little bit but then you could also go all the way over there and and ride you know um a, a ride um and you could also go you know like um by uh by planet planet uh snoopy and you can check that one out and you can go over to the grand pavilion like super easy sorry i've been up since like six yeah, in the morning say, so. if you can't tell carson's very excited about this um, <laughs> but yeah but, yeah, but, yeah so, I'm, I'm long-winded and i've had that stored up but yes i'm i'm so excited in the cool little like i said the cool little pathways that have emerged and it's not yeah. just like okay go on to midway and walk and figure out where you want to yeah. go to where you can walk down something and just kind of sit there's on a, a lot of ins and outs and and mm-hmm. places to be um to kind of jump back to what kyle asked um so yeah it was a free-for-all um and they they had wild mouse open obviously uh and they also had atomic scrambler matterhorn and calypso and troika open and for- we should we should say Troika got a surprise paint job yes, to match the area. Told, no, nobody said anything about that. It wasn't even it wasn't anything. even changed in the renderings. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. So that and, it, and it's it, it matches the the other rides, um, especially Calypso and, and Scrambler. Um, but to then to reiterate what Carson said, it's just it's it it feels like its own like standalone. Obviously, the rides themselves could not be a standalone theme park. But the boardwalk feels like a theme park within a theme park. Like yeah. it feels, it does not feel like you're at Cedar Point. Yeah. Um, so I have. It's it's. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. It's just it's. I was just gonna say it's just it's it's beautifully done. It's perfectly done. There, like Carson said, there's pathway upon pathway to just kind of weave in and out. It without being a in in the best way possible. It's set up like a carnival, <laughs> like because there is pathways everywhere. 
and you could get in and out of the rides and there's places to sit there's places to hang out i already said that but um obviously everything's permanent and it looks permanent but just the the way that everything is intertwined it looks but it all meshes really well the colors work really well grand pavilion's beautiful and we'll get into grand pavilion specifically (laughs) but yeah well let me let me ask a question here because i kind of want to guide this conversation to talking about everything else first and then wild mouse so when i first heard this land got announced or i mean land this area got announced (laughs) yes I had one main concern, and that was we finally got rid of disaster transport, and we finally got rid of the old Oceana All Wheels Extreme Stadium and opened up that beautiful view of the lake, and now we're going to close it right back up with Grand Pavilion. Does it seem like that, or does it fit really well? So it doesn't, and I had that same concern too, but the way... And you'll see this when you do actually, when you all get to check it out. But on the beach side or the, the lake side of, of Wild Mouse, it is it, it's as open as that view of Lake Erie has been up until Grand Pavilion. But and obviously Grand Pavilion being a big building, it does it does block it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it makes up for that by the second floor being I don't think I don't think necessarily floor to ceiling windows, but very large windows that overlook Lake Erie. Yep. And obviously that doesn't change the thing on things, the sight line on the path. Yeah. But it, it makes up for it. It makes yeah. it worthwhile. So it kind of sounds like we might've closed it up a little bit inside the park, but then really opened it up when you're in that grand pavilion. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, on the, on the lakeside of wild mouse, it's that area is that, that view is as open as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. It's, well, also, it's like you're standing in line for wicked twister. I was going to say also is. it's, it's nice that you like, cause obviously you like, you could get the really, really close to the beach when you rode wicked twister. Cause you know, it would go pretty much like on the beach. Well now when, when, when wicked twister was gone, there was like, there was kind of nothing to go over there. So then now there's going to be areas where you're literally going to be able to walk all the way over to the black fence where, you know, you got to be, obviously outside the park but you'll be able to see um you'll be able to see the boardwalk and everything you'll be able to see the lake you'll be see everything so yeah it, it's it, it it felt very open to me and it, not it was addition it was addition by subtraction like somehow the grand even though it closes things up it just looks right on the beach yeah, yeah it really does and, and and kind of going off of concerns about the area i i voice concerns about having the ferris wheel right in front of it Mm-hmm. It works. It, it looks so. It, it just, just for photo reasons. It it looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, because um, I well, j- just jumping off that really quick. I thought I was going to be like, oh, I want to get like really really far back to be able to see the Grand Pavilion, you know, Grand Pavilion, and and be like, oh wow, like. But honestly, like, it just looked really good. I think with the giant wheel and also you know it with feels with the like it's you know? supposed to loom over you, and loom is a is kind of has a negative connotation, but that's what it. Yeah. In the best way, it looms over you, and it's just this big, grand, the, beautiful building. It, it Boardwalk feels like, is all about rides. Like, right. I mean, like that's what that's obviously what kind of like what they're going for is is you rides can, on the boardwalk. While you're in the boardwalk, you can tell that you're on the lake. Yeah, um, yeah. Kyle, you've been to Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, so I, I know have. you've at the at the far end of the pier, like as far away from the ride, or not from the pier of the boardwalk. As far away from the rise as you can get, there's a very large Grand Pavilion style building. Mm-hmm. It it has the same exact feel as that where you're 
cool. It's it just feels like it's supposed to be there. You have all the rides leading up to it, and then there's this big beautiful building right yeah. up to end it all. I mean, from everything I've seen, it looks beautiful. So I I have no doubt that it fits in. My my concern was that it closes up that view, but also if you're then opening it by being able to go up to that second story, I, I think that's a fair trade off. The the yeah. the patio, you know, you have a patio that's actually over the park boundary going mm-hmm. into the lake or going towards the beach. And when you're standing up there, if you ignore rides behind you, you feel like you're on a in a luxury hotel destination yeah. in as <laughs> ignoring the fact that it's Lake Geary and not like the Pacific Ocean or the Atlantic Ocean. It feels like you're just overlooking the water in like the Bahamas or something. Like Yeah. Is there a side that overlooks the park too? I mean, kind so there's there's patios on either wing mm-hmm. that do that have a fence that is bordering the park. So, I mean, they're not specific to the park, but if you sit on the one side of them, it is overlooking the park. Cool. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I think it's fine though, too, because if you, you have it overlooking, you're just be like, Oh, look, there's people in line for the exit on giant wheel or something, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. My next yeah. question is kind of about wild mouse, but um, how's the queue? Is it, are you out there baking in the sun or is there shade structures? Um. So, so first off, we weren't actually in. We didn't go through the regular queue because okay. the people doing the the POV or the reverse POV mm-hmm. waited in the exit because they only they had those cars specifically set up. Yeah. Um. But so from what I could tell, there's it's kind of an L shaped queue, mm-hmm. and or I guess a mirrored L, whatever. The if you're waiting really far back, there are tents like in the main switchback mm-hmm. area. But then there is just one long switchback, like as you're approaching getting on the ride, that you are kind of baking in the sun. But like, I bet. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be a huge problem. Wait, right there. Mm -hmm. I think that's that. I mean, when all the cars are moving and things like that, I think you're just it's going to be like the lines can be moving really fast. So yeah, that that part that's unshaded, like I don't think that's a huge concern because it's it's like being on the ramp on Millennium. Like yeah, I I can equate it to that. Now. I did see something that was actually pretty cool because you don't see it much at regional parks, but that wild mouse has a continuously moving load station, Mm -hmm. uh, which again, really cool for a regional park. And I know we don't really have anything to base this off of because we've never seen it operate without it, but did it seem to help dispatch times at all? I think so. Um, Without sounding terrible like it broke down a lot it's opening day well um, yeah obviously when you so debut a new ride there's gonna be issues we yeah. didn't really get a chance to see it like okay just pumping through people but that being said when it did get through you know 20 30 cars without breaking down it did and again we weren't in the regular line we only had two cars that we were allowed to sit in for the for the video but it did seem like the regular line it was it was snappy mm-hmm. I, i'm good just from observation i mean and watching the webcams too, and I know Carson, you can attest to this, that watching the webcams and seeing it hum along with seven cars, I mean, it's these very, cars are based like 20 seconds away from each other. It's like the freeway on like in California. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> it's like, pretty crazy. Yeah. It's it's almost like... I'll say we should, like, we should throw out a disclaimer that, you know, obviously it's a new ride and yeah. new rides are going to have hiccups. So give the park, I'd say, a few weeks to get them ironed please, out. And please give the park some time. 
I, I mean, it, all new rides have hiccups and things like that, and and all also, also have they haven't really been able to, they haven't been really able to test a whole lot just because of this rain for the past like week. Holy crap! Yeah. Um. Yeah, and today, yeah, was, so, today was kind of their soft open. You know, they didn't really have a soft yeah. open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Which, by the way, we we did. I I happened to look at the webcams at like six o'clock, and they were testing it because it was beautiful weather today, and they wanted to take advantage of it before OSU day tomorrow. Um, yeah. I have no doubt even by Saturday, a lot of the bugs will be worked out. I think today they just wanted to get through the people that were there mm-hmm. and really get to work tonight. Um, but that aside, that's really that's literally the only negative thing I could quote unquote negative thing I could say about today. But yeah, from what we can tell from an observation standpoint, and I, Carson, I'm sure you can agree that when this thing's humming, the capacity for a wild mouse will be like top tier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. And the, the operations have no choice but to be good if because that train is going no matter what. So four people are going out of that station every 20 seconds. Yep. So, yep. so I could say that this might be ignorance on my part, but is wild mouse going to be on fast lane? No, no. Nope. Okay. So that also will make the line really hum along. Yeah. I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, nope. Just regular, regular line. Old school. Cool. Well, let's, um, I know we kind of started talking about the ride here, but let's maybe talk about the rest of the day and leave the ride for last. Okay. Okay. Um, Carson, do you want to talk just like more in depth about the flat rides? And then of course I'll take over the food. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Mr. Foodie. No. Yeah. So we were able to go and see Atomic Scrambler when we walked in. And I was like just expecting it to just be, you know, pretty much like Scrambler with like the name change of Atomic Scrambler. And no, <laughs> let's just say there was um, a ton of new paint. It was like amazing new paint. Uh, the logo and everything, like the ride logo and stuff, was really cool. They also have like, if you look at the rendering, they had like little stars and little like things or whatever that would like show up or what on like the Q rails and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But like normally like that kind of stuff kind of kind of stuff usually doesn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually really cool because like a lot of that stuff would look like made it like there was cool little like uh, asteroid stars or something. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> something like that um to show like atomic scrambler and like they were all over the queue and all over the ride and all over that so then we walked on a little bit further and then we were met with matterhorn and matterhorn um got all completely repainted it looks like it got new um it's, it's pretty much the same original lights but i believe they put some lights on with uh with a flare i guess you could say and then the um they also had uh let's see let's see let me think what else i'm trying to think here so then they also they also had um so walking around the the opposite way i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm trying to think this through my head and then we walked over and then you could see troika and then troika got a brand new sign as well where it was um they have like troika 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 and then that was redone it was like a new yeah yeah like it used to have like a weird like thing and it wasn't as like they like changed the sign it was like a single thing and it said like the troika 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 on there and then like obviously the colors were popping then we walked uh i totally skipped that so that's what i was trying to think it's calypso calypso has um their cool little like i don't know how you describe this like a like a half tree 
kind of thing, that little half tree on the tower light, and it's not lit up, but it's like on the actual sign and stuff. It's really cool. All their signs have like little things on the top. It's not just like the logo and then whatever. There's like a thing on the top. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to keep uh, bumping in here, but all of the pictures I I did see from our page today, those new the 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 new signs for the the recycled rides, they look really slick. I mean, they look amazing. I was going to say, that's why I was telling Evan. I'm like, dude, can I get, I know they sell buttons. I'm like, can we get (laughs) buttons with these awesome cool signs? Cause I would totally buy. (laughs) I I do really think that was like my sleeper, like best part of the area was the, the new, you know, they it's the ride information sign with the, you know, don't ride with a heart issue or pregnancy or whatever. But then with that, it's this awesome logo and theme and, it, they're really sharp. They're really cool looking. And if you guys are curious on what we're talking about, check out our Facebook page because we got a ton of pictures yes. up there of And we'll everything. continue to post. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're still. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So it was. And Giant Wheel has one of those signs too, even though it's not one of the new rides. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, like too, as you said. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But you could definitely tell that the sign shop had their hands full, and mm-hmm. it's it, everything adds to it. Like yeah, it's there's just, so many the little, little things. things. Like the little things, for instance, like the trash cans. For instance, it's not just a regular Cedar Point trash can. It's literally got like a liter, a, a, an old Cedar Point logo with a like a a sun. And then it's got Cedar, it's got CP on it, and then you see, and then all of a sudden you just see it there and it's like a small it's like a smaller trash can i think you have to push to open to to throw your trash away but you know what why not it, it's it like everything like i said adds to the to the atmosphere and the, and especially the, the oh i i totally forgot about this the the each ride has the soundtrack so when we went by matterhorn there was like a yodely like something yodely <laughs> yeah. soundtrack or something and then there was like some like it felt like sixties kind of theme song with um Atomic Scrambler. And then I didn't hear anything. I didn't know the same thing with Troika. Calypso yeah. had music, like it's kind of always had. Um and with that, I wanted to know um, so all those rides have their own like auto spiel now with like some, you know, welcome to Atomic Scrambler, blah 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 blah. But it's themed. But, yes, that's what I was going for, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then the wild mouse. That has an auto spiel, and it's we only heard a couple of them, but each mouse, each you know, because there's Ziggy and Zaggy and Maisie and Larry and Dizzy. I don't even remember Dizzy. Maisie. There's another one. <laughs> each have their own bit in the auto spiel. You know, it'll be oh, I'm Chase. There's one of those names. You know, I'm Chase, and keep all hands, arms, and legs inside of the car. And here's Dizzy, and uh, you know, you're gonna spin, you're gonna twerk, whatever. Yeah. You yeah, know. and it's and it's it's, it's not cute. the same voice. It's, really it's like cute. there's different voices, which is really it's yeah. a very nice touch. It's like a little nice touch. I like I liked it. It's exactly that. It. I don't know. I don't. I've never been to Disney in my adult life, but it felt Disney like to go that just yeah. that little extra mile. Yeah, they didn't need to do. They could have just had the typical auto spiel that they have like Power Tower, but they mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't do that. And yeah, that I makes agree. it that much better. I agree. So, um, and then move. Uh, Outside of that, moving into the Grand Pavilion, should I talk just the looks, or should I go right into the food and then we'll talk looks after? Let's do looks first. Get, like the impression okay. that it gave, the what's on the so, first floor, what's on the second floor, and then we'll touch menus. So it, it's it's 
re-racking my brain. It's it's it really was so impressive that it's like I don't know where to where to find the word. I don't have the English vocabulary skills to give it the right words to describe it. So you 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 enter through the middle of the pavilion, you know, right smack dab in the middle is all the doors. And it's just there's a couple you enter and there's a couple steps up that lead into the main where you walk right in and that's where the uh, the main entrees are. It, it's just as Carson said, like everything's everything's wood, everything's like it seems like everything is like handcrafted. They have all these beautiful pictures. They have the stained glass from, I believe, from the um, original Lakeside Pavilion, which is still standing, but mm-hmm. obviously the public doesn't really go in there anymore. They brought those out yep. and really like you know cleaned them up, made them shiny, and they're just art pieces on the wall. And then on either side of the um, where you get your food, the food lines, there's closed-in patios that have windows that can open completely to really make it a nice breezeway. Um, and then you go upstairs and of course, hmm. everything's beautifully decorated. It, 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 it feels like hotel breakers inside the park. Yeah. yeah. You From all the breakers, pictures I've seen, it has a really deep, like art deco vibe, you know, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I Carson, I can't remember if you said this while we were recording or if you said this before, we started but it felt like we were on the titanic like that's yeah. the vibe it gave yeah it really it really um, it really did it really really did like it was like okay i paused and literally was like oh wow i'm watching the titanic because i'm like oh where where where's there's points up on the where's rose <laughs> <laughs> there's points up on the second story where you look out over the water and you don't see anything but water and it's like i could be yeah yeah you're like i'm the um, king of the world yeah <laughs> okay how many people are gonna do that over on that I know, right? thing that looks so yeah over? no it's yeah but, I, so, I i agree i agree so i was gonna say there's oh i'm sorry go ahead oh you i was gonna say uh th- like like when going a little more into detail like obviously like the you know the wood fixtures and things like that you can do that that's pretty easy but all of the granite that they use like the the actual stone and stuff that seemed to be used in yes in yes. the flooring and like the walls were like just it just felt like like it, it felt like hotel breakers yes but it almost felt like a kind of like an upgrade to what hotel yeah. breakers like even higher up like Obviously, you know, we're, we're years away um, after, you know, the renovation and things like that. But, wow, did they spend a lot of money on just the detail and just going into everything. I now understand why they started construction on this in, like, June of last year. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was a lot that went into this, and it's it it really came out perfectly. And that's it's just not the just, first floor. <laughs> it's, it's not just a building with four walls and, and you know, no. and whatever. Like, it's it's very immersive. Like it, it really I wanted is. to sit down and just hang out and just and talk with you. like even the light fixtures. The light fixtures were like like really nice and mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not all just the same light fixtures. There's a bunch of different light light fixtures. There's like there's fans. There's fancy like you know like you said wall art and and like little chairs like the 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 around the around the uh, the bar on the top. Like there's yeah. leather nice stools you know, that are, that are, that are really, really nice. And like the countertops, like, and then like looking at, at the, at the bar, they have like a little roller coaster with all the, the, all the liquors sitting. Yeah. On. The liquors and everything. So, I mean, oh my gosh, it's so, yeah. And then yeah, the lighting outside too, same with the lighting outside yes. too. So I, I know I keep talking about it, but yeah, <laughs> you know, you're, we're both very excited, obviously. And I, I just really just want to go back. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But then, so yeah, going upstairs, first you, you go up a little bit, a few stairs, and there's a landing, and there's a huge window overlooking the park, um, yep. which I have a really beautiful picture of the boardwalk area from there because the windows are still nice and clean. <laughs> so yep. get your pictures while you can. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, you then you turn around and go up the rest of the stairs, and you're greeted right away with the bar that Carson already touched on. And then to the left, there's a little snack stand, which we'll touch on the food there, which that's a little bit bigger than I thought it might be. Yeah. Um, there's there's more to that. I thought it was going to be like chips and popcorn, but it's not. Um, yeah. And then on the left, right, and lakeside of the upstairs, there is out fully outdoor patios with nice seats in the sun. And, and then the thing that I really noticed and just really gives that luxurious Titanic five-star vibe is um, on the upstairs and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I understand is that they're going to have, they have um, the alcoholic beverage menus at each table. And it seems like you're going to be able to just go sit down at a table and they're going to have some waitresses, waiters and waitresses coming around and getting your drink orders. So you don't have to go up to the bar because they have like kiosks set up outside. I would assume from the so. Bar. Yeah. So, and I don't know, like you don't, get a sit down bar at an amusement park outside of Disney or right. Universal. I don't even know if they have that. Like that well, is so above and beyond. Like they don't need to do that. They could just yeah. have a walk up bar up there. Like everybody else, like chickies and Pete's and, and uh, the melt. And, but they, they went that extra, which is really, really, really awesome. And there's a really nice bathroom up there too. <laughs> From all of the pictures I've seen, it really reminds me of the chocolatier at Hershey park. Yes. 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 I didn't say that today at the park, but as Carson said, that roller coaster bar. Yeah, I was thinking feature, about that. Yeah, definitely chocolatier. Mm-hmm. Which is a really nice place too. And yeah, if if, sure. if if they took any inspiration from that, they they took it in. I mean, no disrespect to Hershey, but they took it and blew it out of the water. Um, they even have. I was gonna say at the bar, like I was able to take pictures, but they have like soft serve or ices or, or alcoholic, oh, yeah. like big icy machines that are like for alcohol. They're probably, um, they're probably frozen daiquiris. Okay. Yeah. So, which is pretty cool. I mean, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be probably, I mean, like and frozen Coke. Yeah. I mean, and we were looking at prices, like prices didn't seem too bad. It was like, like $15 to like, I think maybe for like, big crazy mixed drinks was maybe $17 but I mean that seems like they were par for the course like yeah, normal expect. price I mean um, and then I don't know I don't know if they'll have this every day but for us today they had a bunch of frozen mocktails and regular mocktails too yeah they weren't necessarily frozen because I know you had that watermelon one and I had like yeah. an orange, orange creamsicle frozen one that watermelon um, there was like 20 of those yeah. like I would imagine I that those are probably something they'll have every day I would imagine those would probably stick around like from a bar perspective, that's not a, I mean, that, that's a really low cost, high profit item for them to have. Also with how family friendly this whole grand pavilion seems to be, there's undoubtedly going to be a lot of kids up there. They're going to yeah. be bummed out when they can't get these fancy drinks. So that's, I, if I had to guess, if I was a betting man, I'd say those would be permanent. Yeah, which would be awesome. Like, yeah, even even if they like rotate flavors or something or whatever, like a flavor um, month or something, or yeah, they're and they'll make a killing on selling those for ten bucks while the oh man, that real stuff. I, for I was thinking, I was like Fourth of July. That Grand Pavilion is gonna be insane. That's yeah, be good insane. luck getting up there, <laughs> right? Um, 
The other thing I was thinking about that was um, going up there when there's a thunderstorm coming, like on the outdoor patios, like watching her thunder, big thunderstorm roll in. Yeah. And of course, running inside and ordering a few drinks while you're waiting for the storm to pass. Right. Like that's going to be. That's going to be really I, nice to hang maybe out I there. Show my hand. Like maybe and... I shouldn't give away the secret, but like <laughs> that's going to be an awesome. Like I almost want to go to Cedar Point while it's thunderstorming and have an excuse just to sit there. And It'll just be nice. Enjoy being in nice there to sit in the AC up there too, yeah. now, or in there, yeah. I should say. Growing up, um, my family we would go to Cedar Point and camp at Lighthouse Point every year for the Fourth of July. We'd go and we'd stay for the whole week, and they would always sell that VIP fireworks package. Yeah. Do you think that's something that they could do at Grand Pavilion? Like, is there seating outside where you could see where they normally launch the fireworks? Oh yeah, they the the two the patio overlooking the lake and then the one overlooking like to the right side if you're looking at the Grand Pavilion entrance. Like, oh yeah, those are that's like prime firework viewing spot. Because I, I don't, could, I could see them including like a whole like thing like you know you get a dinner and you get a drink. And, yeah. Kind of like what and just closing Grand Pavilion at ten o'clock that night. Yeah, kind of like what Kings Island and... did with um, Fun Fireworks and Fifty last year. You know, where yeah, yeah. Which they're bringing back something similar, by the way. Yeah, and just to I, you know, out there real quick. Not to jump off of the only thing we're talking about this week, but one of the episodes that you were in Poland, I talked about the doing the fireworks dessert party, and mm-hmm. that is something that could go over very well on the 4th of July because they oh yeah they took oh, us up yeah. to that inter- it was like 50 bucks a head but they took us up to that international restaurant gave us ice cream gave us soft drinks and then dimmed the lights and we watched the show ice cream and desserts oh it was <laughs> yeah. I I um, think my my dessert that night yeah. had like seven scoops of ice cream on it or something ridiculous <laughs> like that and then those, I remember uh, hearing yeah. yeah I could definitely see a lot of things happening with this Grand Pavilion mm-hmm. I think that they're going to do a lot. It really, it really opens up a big window for future events up there. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I do, I do have the uh, menus at the ready for whenever we're ready to. Yeah, let's <laughs> to move on to that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, go for it. Let, let, let's segue into food. Okay, do we want to hear the like main food first? Do we want to hear the snack bar upstairs first, or do we want to hear about the frozen mocktails that they had for us? Let's today? let's start with first. the food downstairs. And then okay. we'll work our way upstairs. All right. So, and I'm just going to go in picture order here. So first, the first thing they gave us, and me and Carson tried every, a, a piece of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do want to say the workers were like, yeah, you're going to get all of it. Well, yeah, they, they were, were all awesome. excited they were really that we were awesome. trying it all. <laughs> Before you go into <laughs> this, is this something that's included on the meal plan? Yes. Cool. It's yep. the typical entree side piece of bread. Awesome. And if you don't want to... Um, if you don't want to, if you don't have a meal plan, I believe it was like twenty dollar, nineteen ninety nine, or 20, twenty bucks, yeah, something like that. So I mean, it's not that's not bad for the elegant Again, meal that you're for the course, par for the course with the amusement industry right now, right? Um, so the one thing that they had for us that I don't believe will be on the meal plan are key lime pie bites. That was the first thing that was presented to us, which those were really good. Um, those were good, yes. Um. <laughs> So then entrees, we got slow roasted turkey breast, dry rubbed pork tenderloin, and I'm just reading off the signs that they have there. Funnel cake fried shrimp. So the batter is like a funnel cake. I'll get into that. Um, Beer battered fish, which I believe was cod. And um, chicken tenders. 
which are different than any chicken tender I've seen in the park, just by a seasoning breading standpoint. And then the hot side dishes um, were Syracuse salt potatoes, which were like oh. little red skin potatoes, Gosh. like even smaller than the ones back at Farmhouse. And then underneath that, it says smash and dunk in butter. So they seem like the kind of potatoes that would be in like a seafood boil. Um, mm. And then steak fries, which were like pretty good for steak fries. The little piece of bread that they give you with, with I believe, every meal, no matter what. Um, pineapple tro- pineapple tropical fried rice. Say that 10 times fast. Glazed grilled pineapple. And then cold sides was marinated cucumber, shaved Brussels slaw. So like coleslaw, but with Brussels sprouts. And cold ramen noodle salad, which I know we gushed about at Winter Chill Out because that was something they allowed us to try. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to start with this food. I mean, it was really, really good. I think my, my personal winner, surprisingly, was the funnel cake shrimp. I don't know yeah, about you. That's what the I'm most excited about. Massive. It was like a big jumbo shrimp. Yeah, there's like, jumbo shrimp and then there is this shrimp. <laughs> right. And the, it literally, like the batter literally tasted like if I had a funnel cake, like <laughs> it was yeah, really, it was that good. It was, it was really good. And like. You know, I didn't put any sauce on anything because I want to try it all for face value. I don't know if I'd want to put sauce on this. Like, it doesn't need it. It doesn't need the cocktail sauce to overwhelm. Yeah. Like, it was super, super good. This, and the like, sweetness of it added a lot. And, like, every everything was, like, seasoned, like, really well. Like, it's not just, like, bland. It's not, like, the fried te- – or the – I'm sorry, the, the chicken tenders or whatever. Like, I was like, okay, it's going to be a chicken tender. And I bite into it. And then it had, like, all kinds of seasonings, maybe a little bit of spice to it. Like, it was really, really good. And the same thing for the turkey and the pork, which were both really moist, too. And those are easy meats to screw to, up. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, the home run for me, though, were the dang potatoes. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. Those were really good. And so, they were – even though they're red potatoes – they were prepared differently than farmhouse and they were so good. I think dare I say maybe better than farmhouse? I don't know. Depending on the day, like I'll you know see. which one which you know cuz they you know each thing has its on days, its off days. Like that mm-hmm. that's right there with the farmhouse potatoes. Those were really good. And the rice? The rice, the rice was really good. good. I, I had like to the ask apple. Oh because my God. the is very yeah, the, it was very juicy. The thing I was excited for most besides the shrimp was the glazed pineapple. How was that? It was so good. Like I I really like grilled pineapple anyways, but so it's just a little like it's a little wedge, like maybe an eighth of a pineapple, which mm-hmm. isn't a lot. Like that's not a I wouldn't I don't know. That's not a lot for a side dish. I hope they give you a couple pieces of it. Yeah, especially but when you factor in um the skin and the rind and everything. A lot of that's inedible. Yeah, you get like two bites. You get like two bites. But it the, I don't know. Maybe pineapples are in season. I don't know anything about that. But these pineapples were super juicy. They were. They had so much. I don't know. The, the grill. The, the the grill added so much flavor. I don't know what kind of seasoning they had on it. Or it was good. It was really good. Or, it is glazed pineapple. So there's got to be something on it. But it was so 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 good. That was probably my favorite side. I didn't eat all of mine, and you you stole the rest and ate the rest. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. And had we had time, I would have gone back and gotten more. I all, <laughs> honestly, I think the the marinated uh, cucumber was also good. That too. was really good too. That, that was. was really good. I it, was like, oh, what's this? I'm like, uh. Oh. And then I, I tried I it. I was like, have, ooh, it was like yeah, sweet. Explained it was, it's, it's marinated in like a. I'm. I don't think it's Italian dressing, but something similar. And then there's some red onions in there too, which was really was, good. Yeah, it was really really good. Yes. 
So, so that's uh, what's on tap I don't upstairs. Know. I don't know. Say again. What's on tap upstairs at the bar? So I actually don't have pictures of that menu, but like it was every everything that the park typically serves from a beer standpoint was there. Um, there was for you know all your ciders like uh, Angry Orchard and and um, the Blake's Triple Jam that was around the park last year. And I think even white claws and high noons. And then there was, I mean, I think they probably are going to have a rotating tap, but there was, you know, I think I saw like Budweiser and Carson, maybe you have better pictures that can really show. I do. You know, I, yeah, I was going to say, I got the signature cocktail. They've got uh, the new old fashioned. They've got crystal rock punch. They've got salt air margarita on the rocks. They've got watermelon summer sensation. I had that. That was really, really good, especially yeah, with the, the mint. mocktail version of that, right? Right. Yes. Yeah, so all the mocktails. Uh, it says the the Wald Wald's Waldsmere. It's like a and these are all, like that one's like a. It says it's a it's a classic Cedar Point cocktail introduced in 1894 and was served Whoa. at the at the original Grand Pavilion. Hmm. Um. So that's I'm I'm, I'm curious to try that. Uh, they've got the boardwalk blueberry vodka lemonade. They got breakers, blueberry ball Bellani. I'm probably going to butcher all these things. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a Be- Becklings black bear, blackberry mule. So it's pretty cool to try stuff, I guess. Uh, and it also has like, like sayings on it too it's it says like what it is and stuff and then it says the drink is named after george a beckling who purchased cedar point in the 19 or in the late 1800s i wish i had read those closer i had no idea i'm just reading them as as we go right here (laughs) but then also you were asking about your beer selections i mean you've got angry archard you got you got fathead bumblebee uh bumbleberry you got great great lakes obviously you got miller cores yingling point being there's a huge selection yeah, yeah there's there's a whole like two pages of it i would like to point that out line too, the, I, believe. I would like to point out that the one thing that i'd been secretly hoping for that just never happened they missed the perfect opportunity to turn that into a great lakes brewing company tap room Ooh, Ooh. especially being close to cleveland exactly and, and they do have gear. the frozen co- the frozen cocktails. They do have the spirit free option, and if you want to do the spirit free option for like the kids and everything, and they're served in twenty five ounce glasses, sou- or served served in twenty five ounce souvenir glasses. Ooh, that's they nice. They are so the spirit is uh, currently right now. Obviously, the prices can change. Uh, price is seventeen ninety nine for uh like say like a frozen margarita or if you if you want it as obviously to have alcohol in it it's 2349 hmm. um but yeah you got a frozen margarita you got a frozen sagria frozen pina colada frozen daiquiri frozen watermelon refresher frozen lemonade frozen orange refresher which you have had evan frozen mm-hmm. vodka and sprite and frozen coke so I love how they have frozen vodka and Sprite listed in the frozen spirit-free mocktails. <laughs> so it's Sprite and yeah. cherry. So they they've got they got a ton. There's a ton yes. to to pick over and to pick you know. Yes, there really is. So and good then stuff. rolling none of the alcoholic stuff was available today. Just those frozen mocktails. Um, and then rolling over to the snack stand, um, 
none of this is on the meal plan. It, it really is some snacks. Everything here is $13.99, except the Bavarian nut, nuts, which is a kind of a Cedar Point staple that we've been missed, that's been missed the last few years. That is a snack if you have the all-day dining plan, or it's $6.99. Um, but then the following is all $13.99. Artesian flatbread pizza, th- which comes with three meat, four cheese, or ricotta and salami. Bavarian pretzel sticks served with stadium mustard and nacho cheese. Got me at stadium mustard. <laughs> um, jumbo chicken wings and the ones that they had on display truly were jumbo. Um, oh, my gosh. I didn't even know what they were when I first looked at them. Which, yeah. They come in sweet Thai chili or garlic parmesan. Garlic parmesan looks like a win. Yeah, those look well, really, actually really both good. look like a win, but wow. Look really, um, really good. Yeah, for sure. And then lastly, they have breaded cheese curds served with hot honey. So there is all your new food, at least in that specific spot. Um, just at Grand Pavilion. I mean, I want to I want to spend the $13.99 and try all that stuff. <laughs> I wish yep. I wish I was there for us to try today. Well, I'll uh, I'll put this out there. The Sunday after coaster stock. Um, what is that? Or I'm sorry, not the Sunday, the Monday. Is that the 22nd or something like that? Anyway. Yeah. I'll be at Cedar Point that day from open to close. So make open. sure everybody go there and yeah. meet Kyle. I need to he try. He will sign autographs. Yeah. He will, he's a really great picture taker in front of the Cedar Point yeah. sign in the front. And, and let me throw this out there. <laughs> I need to try everything but I don't need to eat full portions of everything. So you come find me and we'll do a little, little tasting party. Absolutely. I like it. <laughs> I like it. We'll have a little, uh, we'll get the CP rundown credit card out. And Kyle's just going to like, <laughs> we should like get them to install a throne up there. And Kyle will just sit there and wait yeah. for people to bring him food. Exactly. Oh, I will try your garlic parmesan wings. Like, yes, Here's a couple bucks for your, for your time. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to drink my way through the bar, but I won't be sharing that. That's just for me. Fair enough. But you can donate to the cause if you feel, if you want to get Kyle's opinion on each drink. I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So uh, we should set up a Venmo just specifically to try to get us drinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been at it for about 45 minutes now, and we still haven't talked about the new ride. So let's uh, roll into Wild Mouse here and kind of close things out. Cheese. Lots of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese and mice. (laughs) It was, okay, joking about the cheese car aside, which we did get, which was like, what better way to get your first ride was a cheese car. Yep. Um, First on observation, I think it is true. The cheese car does spin a little bit more. A little bit. It might. Although I don't feel like that we spun an excessive amount. Whatever. I I think Um, that's because you guys put all your weight on one side. So that side was balanced. Yeah, they told us to sit both of us in the middle. So I don't know if that's just their protocol for two people riding or if it was because of the camera. It could have been that. Probably was. I don't know. Um, But anyways, so the ride spins from the top of the lift till the end of the ride. And really the end of the ride. If you've watched (laughs) our video, you sit in one spot. And while the, the ride's trying to figure out. Where you know when if you're front, you front ways, back ways, sideways, or whatever, you're just meow, 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 <laughs> with the like the ride is doing that to you. Like there's a mechanical thing that's doing that to you. It's trying to find its little happy <laughs> it's, spot so that way it knows. And it's quick. Yeah. It's really quick. Yeah. Like you kind of come to a stop, and then it's like, guess what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, so you turn out of the station, you go up the lift hill with the cat reaching down, trying to get you, which is a cute touch. I think we also, that, that was um, shown to us pretty soon after construction was finished. Um, but yeah, it, Karsten, you mentioned, you know, you don't like the zigzag back and forth crap on, on wild mice rides typically. Yeah. Um, and while yeah. this does have a couple, you know, boom, 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 it doesn't detract from the ride. And in fact, it, I mean, it helps with the spinning first off. And the whole ride, I mean, after that, it really does just feel like a family coaster from a layout standpoint. It's yeah. it's pretty quick. I mean, the mid the mid course break runs don't do anything. Like you fly right through them, which is cool. Um, and I mean, it was warm enough today where, you know, warmer weather shouldn't make them. Oh, we should turn the brakes on. Like it, that, it seemed like it was going to be running. It was running how it's going to be running. Yeah. It was smooth. It didn't jerk me around like a lot of spinning coasters do or wild mouse coasters do. You didn't get that like whiplash effect. Mm-hmm. There, a lot of wild mouse rides they don't track really well there's kind of like potholes and weird shimmies and shakes it it was really smooth it spun a lot but a comfortable a lot and it it was a little shorter but not too bad and i mean we were laughing at the end of the ride and i think that's what they're going for and families are going to love it yeah no i i, I agree 100 percent, and i would say that the ride it kind of blew my expectations out of the water just because I was like, oh, it's a wild mouse, you know, it's going to be kind of yeah. like the same thing, whatever. Thing mouse, whatever. But it's got a lot more like punch to it and it gets a lot more, I don't like it gets, it, it's aggressive, but it's like aggressive in a good way. Like you're, yeah. it's like, like not want. aggressive to the point where a little kid isn't going to like it. Right. Oh, and the cars are super comfortable. I think we touched yeah. on this at Winter Chill Out when we got to sit in the cheese car. Um, but they have a really nice, comfy lap bar. And yeah. um, there's a lot of leg room and they're easy to get in and out of because they have a little handle <laughs> to help you get in and out. It's mm-hmm. a nice, easy spot to hold on. Um, and you feel very like enclosed, but in a good way, I guess, like you could still look around, but you feel, you know, just yeah. weird things I noticed. But no, I yeah. definitely I, I, I agree. And it's really cool. So like if your kid or something um, is a fan of, say, Larry or chase or whatever you can actually take pictures and besides the cheese you could take pictures they have like all of the mouse characters um lined up like right before you walk into the yeah, the queue area and you could take it like a selfie and like of each one of them. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like I, me and you were talking we're like you know it's kind of interesting like i don't think i've ever like heard a wild mouse to have their car names named like actual actual names. Yeah. And again, and then extra also, mile that didn't need to be done. Yeah. They could so have had just a bunch of weird little rat looking care. Well, yeah, I'm going to say it rat looking characters. Yeah. Cause a lot of parks do that don't have names and there's, but it's cool that they gave it like, you know, the extra mile and they gave it the extra, you know, they gave it, they gave it personality, personality. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have their favorite car whether it's a cheese car or Larry or cause he looks like he's high or whatever. <laughs> I think um, he's tired. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll do all that spinning. But, oh yeah. Uh, he's tired. He's probably tired of chasing the cheese. He's just like, guys, that's right. That's I'm, I'm guys, sure. I'm, 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 I'm Larry and I'm just, can, can we just get over this? Can we just please get the cheese? And... <laughs> he's like, he's a little chubby guy. You know? <laughs> um, I believe those mug shots are actually at the exit of the ride, like the exit pathway. So you get off the ride and you're like, Oh, we got to ride in. Yeah. Ziggy. So let's go take a picture in front of Ziggy. Yep. 
Yeah. And then um, you'll also be able to take a picture, obviously, in front of the, you know, the boardwalk sign. And we didn't even hit on this uh, yes, really quick. That's kind of how we're going to wrap it up, I think. That's a good I was going to say, we didn't even hit on this, but, but there's a bunch of Midway entertainment with like some of the Midway, uh, the live, they have some live E that comes through and they are doing like some kind of like skits, I guess you could say, and like doing jumps and yeah, like playing drums and just giving you some something to i guess look at and to yeah. entertain you on there and that then also something that cedar point did way back when i would you know? yeah, i would assume so and then also they had like it was really cool like in the grand pavilion and also um all of those the the actors i guess you could say um they are performers there we go performers they were also in like really cool like 60s uniform kind of thing so like mm-hmm. the uniforms mm-hmm. and things like that so again little 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 attention to detail goes a long way especially yeah. with me so the the smaller right. the detail the better so that's yeah. <laughs> i think on i didn't realize this was a hole that the park had but it filled the giant hole that the park had in their in their just I'm not going to say ride lineup because it's all the same rides except Wild Mouse. Yeah. But even Wild Mouse has a nice spot in the coaster collection. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But It'll be... just, just the immersive themed area that we're seeing. And we talked about it with Adam from Zamperla, the maker of Wild Mouse. The the themed immersive areas that are going into these Cedar Fair parks like Adventure Port and um, Aeronautica Landing. And we can talk about this now. The new one at... I don't even remember the name of it, but California's Great America, all these new immersive areas that I feel like now that there's something that Cedar Fair is rolling out, that's a hole that each park has and that needs to be filled. Yeah. Like, and now I, for me personally, the only hole that the park has is a log flume. I want a log flume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was missing when they took out Wildcat, you know? So it's nice to have like a little fun, like, you know, jumpy and short ish kind of coaster that the whole family's gonna love because i've had yeah. a bunch of people reach out to me saying oh my gosh my my son my daughter are just gonna love this they're gonna love this ride we saw your pov we love it like so yeah it's it's it, cool. it really was a fun ride and I, well i'll put it this way i'm gonna ride it more than i rode wicked twister so yeah there you go <laughs> wild mouse and the boardwalk as a whole it, it filled a hole that we as coaster enthusiasts may not have seen that needed to be filled. But when you look at it from the park perspective and even the family perspective, there was Planet Snoopy and Camp Snoopy, which were geared yeah. towards toddlers and kids who are no older than three or four. And then you have the giant coasters that we love, but you really didn't have one section of the park that was good for everybody. You know, you either had the giant coasters right. or the rides for the little, little kids. And maybe mm-hmm. this is just because in recent years, my cousins are now at the age where they're not ready for the big screen machines, but they're bored in planet Snoopy and camp Snoopy that I love this edition even more because we would have to trek all around the park. You know, we'd, we'd go to planet Snoopy or whatever. And then, We'd run across the park and we'd have to go to, you know, the the Gemini Midway. And then yep. we'd run back across the park and, you know. Yeah, so yeah. So this fills. A, there's so much, so much in one space. Now. There's so much for one space for everybody. And that is the hole that has needed to be filled for years at that park. That was yep. the one, besides the log flume, because I agree with you on that. 
that was the one glaring need of <laughs> somewhere where the entire family could be entertained and immersed. And yep. um, Forbidden Frontier kind of touched on that. You know, it gave us a little taste, but not. it didn't go over as well as we were all hoping. But I'm really glad to see that instead of being scared by that addition and seeing how it didn't work, they doubled down and just learned from their mistakes and made one that was even better. So I'm, you know, obviously I haven't, I haven't seen it yet and I won't see it until I'm in town for coaster stock. But I mean, this seems like an absolute win from every single perspective that I've seen so far. Yep. Agreed. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's, I think I've said it like 20 times. It's, it's, it's just perfect. Like I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's, it's just so nice. It's a, it's a theme park within a theme park. And I don't know. I, not when you're not like when you're at Cedar point, you're wanting to go to a different place, but it really does take it to another level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at uh, at the same note, uh, an area like that in the park can really revitalize you like right in the middle of the day, you know, it's hot, it's crowded. You know, you go to grand pavilion, you, you have a good meal. You, maybe the adults get a drink, so the kid get a fun drink. You go out, you do wild mouse, you ride the other little flat rides and you're just rejuvenated. You got through that yeah. really hot and muggy part of the day. The sun's going down. It's getting cooler out. You're ready for the night. I mean, it, it having an option like that and having experiences like that can very well make or break your day at the park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is exactly that. I mean, and yeah. I was just thinking too, even not even necessarily riding anything there, but just going upstairs to the Grand Pavilion and getting a drink or sitting out and enjoying the lake breeze on a hot summer day. Like exactly that. It's going to it's like a nice rejuvenation spot. And then, you know, when you then, like you said, sun goes down, we enjoy this area. Let's go back out into the park and really get back to it with the coasters. But it's a really great spot just to sit and chill out. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the brew house at Kings Island so much. You know, we're, obviously we're old enough to take full advantage of it, but just being able to go in there in the middle of the day, sit next to that Diamondback splashdown, have a couple of yeah. drinks, chill out for an hour, just rest. You forget about that patio back there. Yeah, that's super nice. It is. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see this edition for myself in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, especially because I will be going to the park with my little cousins who are just going to absolutely eat this up. Um, so I think that oh, in yeah. turn, you know, it, it might've been something that maybe I enjoyed it. Maybe I didn't, but I'm going with kids who are at the exact perfect age to enjoy everything that this area has to offer. And yeah. that I think is the win and the Cedar point playbook, the biggest win they've had in a while. Agreed. Especially, Agreed. especially if they're trying to market themselves as, you know, they're a regional park, but you have hotels on site and you have all these things to keep people there for days at a time. You're no longer a regional park at that point. You are a destination park. And I, I don't know, I, I've I've kind of said the same thing for the past couple of minutes, like eight different times. <laughs> but yeah, but that, that I get it because there that you have there's so many ways to describe how perfect of an addition I, there. I said perfect again. This is to a park that is trying to get that to really reach that next level resort feel. And while it, you know, breakers does give that vibe, as you said, with a family that doesn't, you know, doesn't maybe have all the kids wanting to do the big rides, but 
some of the kids are bored by the small rides. It's focusing on that whole, um, you know, keeping the family together. This is what this area is going to do. That is what this area is going to do. And it does it so perfectly. I'm really excited to see it on opening day when it's busy. Like it's really going to come to life. You know where I'm, where I'm really excited to see it at night. Because I saw every mm-hmm. single one of those pictures today. They all had those old school chaser bulbs and everything. I am so pumped to see that thing at night. Yes. Yes. yes I agree. Yes, yes. And uh, last but not least, and I think this is only for our diehards that listen right away, but see your point, run, CP rundown opening day photo is going to be in front of the boardwalk sign that is near Windseeker to really celebrate all of this. So if you're listening to the podcast on your way to the park on opening day. <laughs> yeah, yep, this, 40, this this episode will be posted tonight, so it'll it'll go out in time. 4.30. Cool. 4.30 p.m. Sharp. 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 Well, it'll only be like five minutes. I mean, at least, um, if you want to say hi, uh, I'll yeah. be there. Evan will be there. Kyle Ooh. will not be there. Um, we could, we could like, FaceTime him and really bug him while he's, like, in line for, like, <laughs> yeah. or something. He'll be, I'll be there yeah, I was going to say be hanging out over there saturday i i'm sure i'll be at a park but i don't know i don't know where i'm going yet <laughs> be like well guess what we're finally at a park too buddy <laughs> yeah our life begins now mm-hmm. so yes. although i was at king's island last weekend so Man, yeah i cannot know. wait to get back to king's island i am less than two weeks away from flying out for coaster stock but we counting right it's mm-hmm. brogies yeah, yeah brogies we're so good we'll talk about that so I think episode. we're going to get back to weekly episodes now. Um, next week, we're going to talk about opening day. We're going to talk about OSU day. We're going to talk about grain and grill because Carson and I made a special trip just to go try that. Yep. Um, we'll talk about California's Great America getting a new ride and area for some reason. <laughs> and um, probably talk more about gearing up for coaster stuff. Yeah, I'll have something you know? fun to talk about next week, too, as I have oh, been invited yes. to media day for Pipeline the Surf Coaster which is the uh, new new age BNM stand-up coaster debuting at SeaWorld Orlando later this month. Uh, their media day Love is it. next Thursday, and uh, I happen to have a few connections, so I I was able to get the invite. I will be there on site. On behalf well, of CP Rundown. On behalf of CP Rundown. <laughs> do, do, do we have a the staff shirt for you? Uh, we don't, but I'm going to throw one together some way or somehow this week. Cool. Awesome. So, yeah, that's where I'm going to be next week. I'll be right there on hand at SeaWorld Orlando for the debut of Pipeline the Surf Coaster. That sounds exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what uh, what that's all about. That looks looks exciting, and the podcast continues to grow. Yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> the rundown on fun and seas. Exactly. <laughs> That's like when, little... when when Cedar Fair decides to buy SeaWorld. <laughs> oh, yeah, that almost no, happened a couple years not ago. Not that rumor again. Just kidding. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, that, that's just a uh, that was just a funny joke. That's not a rumor. <laughs> and it's also not a suggestion. Either. But this isn't this is not a rumor. I will be at Cedar Point tomorrow, <laughs> bright and early, because the season is starting tomorrow. Because I'll be at OSU Day. If anybody wants to go, buy a ticket. You can't use your season pass. Is it how but much is fun. it? Fifteen or twenty bucks? It's like twenty some dollars, thirty some dollars, whatever with parking. And the park's open from ten to eight. Right. I mean, we've gone then past and the lines are kind of low. So well, and for like the first time ever, the weather's gonna be decent. 
Right. And, and it's, it's just going to keep more getting better, better and better and better. Saturday. Sunday, but not like last like year when forecast, it was like, but... when it was like snowing last year when we went to OSU day. So God, <laughs> I think it was almost, I think it was sleeting and that was almost worse. <laughs> yeah. You were like, um, I never say this ever. And you, and you're like, don't ever bring this up again, but I'm totally bringing it up. But you're like, I'm leaving before. Yeah. <laughs> before close. And I'm like, like I I'm with you. Cause it was like, so I am cold. done being here. That was the worst. <laughs> Props to Cedar Point for staying open, though. And props to Cedar Point for offering us a free ticket to come back yeah. until, you know, for whatever. Just because, I mean, yeah, they didn't have to, but they always go above mm-hmm. and beyond, which is really And cool. we rode Millennium ate steak that day. That's all I remember. Yeah, I remember. The, the steak was the only thing that was warm. <laughs> I was <laughs> not. <the> <laughs> well, yes, yes. The food was warm. Karsten was not. So. Yes. All right. All right. Well, that's going to end it for this week. Uh, like we said, we're absolutely stoked to get to get this season started. Cannot wait. A big, big thank you goes out to Cedar Point for having us on hand today to cover Media Day and Wild Mouse on the Boardwalk. Cannot say enough great things about that. But, yeah, we'll be back next week with all of our news. That's all I got. It's finally here. Opening day. Let's go. Finally. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right, Justin. Let's get it going. Uh, not quite yet. Thank you for listening, everybody. Take it away, Justin. There Thank you for listening to the Rundown on Farm. Be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date on all things Cedar Fair. As always, be kind to your ride operators, and we will see you on the Midway. Good night.